0: Um, are you still sitting in the dark?
1: Uh, yes. Nice. The room next to me, the lights on, and that's just because I'm too lazy to get up and get it. But my room is dark.
2: (laughs) That's nice. Hey,
1: hey, oh. Oh, yeah, never mind. Severance was a really good one this week. We'll talk about it during the podcast, though.
3: Welcome to another episode of Pajiba, the Pajiba television podcast. I'm Pajiba comedy editor Dan Hamamura, and with me as always are Pajiba managing editor Tori Preston.
0: Hello, Dan. You sound so much more chipper this week.
3: Oh, thanks, Tori. Uh, more it's because, fancy. It's because I'm, you, Dustin, so, you're not allowed so to fancy. talk until you're, until you're, <laughs> Sorry. until you're introduced. Uh, it's because I'm no longer sick, and also I'm able to drink, so two, two things. Uh, and you're also. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, And also, you've already heard his stupid voice, uh, Fat Riffs McGee himself, (laughs) Dustin Rolls.
1: My family and I, before the podcast, were uh, trying to decide what was the best riff ever, and we just kept playing different riffs for each other, and it was probably annoying for anybody else. Just like, no, no, hear this one, listen to this one, listen to this
3: one. Now, when you say riff, you mean like musical riff?
1: Yeah, yeah, guitar Okay, arts.
3: And and what, what, what was the winner?
1: Uh, I think we agreed that it was, I think, maybe Back in Black.
3: Okay. I mean, that's okay.
0: They're Can better. You... I'm just curious, when you say uh, it would have been annoying for anyone else, who else was listening?
1: No, no, I'm just saying if somebody had walked in and just seen us sort of like competing with each other trying to one up each other with the best riffs on her phones no listen to this one on my phone no listen to this one on my phone
3: I mean it sounds yeah. like a pretty pretty normal wholesome activity
1: yeah I suppose so uh
3: all right well I've already lost all momentum thanks Dustin. uh <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Uh, we're talking about TV as always. Um, I'm, we, we may have recorded for a little bit before this, uh, and we might all be drinking. I don't know. Um, I'm definitely drinking. Uh, what I'm are drinking you drinking, Dan? The, oh, thanks. Uh, I'm <laughs> drinking, the, I'm drinking some Glenlivet, uh, 12 year whiskey, oh, which was fancy. In the, it was what, what, what caught my eye in the, uh, magic, uh, liquor cabinet. So.
1: That's no, how you make up for a lost week of drinking. Yeah,
3: it's pretty good. Yeah, because last week I I was definitely too sober. So yeah, <laughs> uh, and it was coke. brutal. Then it showed. Oh, man, uh, <laughs> uh, Tori, what about you?
0: I'm having some red wine. Mm-hmm. The whatever the stuff I've been buying lately, Tutunjin. I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon from Chile. <sighs>
1: The um um I I mentioned on Friday, I had a recipe I had to make that needed a quarter cup of uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, <laughs> and then I ended up drinking the entire rest of the bottle. And it's been a long time since I drank wine because, on the podcast, I used to drink a bottle each night, and I just that was too much. But mm-hmm. so I quit the wine, but then I did it again on Friday, and my God, that is a good drunk. Yes, a really good drunk.
0: It's just it's nice. Yeah. And I'm, I need to, I need to get it in because I have a feeling our uh, fiscal first quarter categorization challenge is going to break <laughs> my heart this week. <laughs> I've been dreading it, so hopefully yeah. I will have had enough of this bottle that I will be irate, but not feeling pain.
3: Uh-huh. Right, be a weepy drunk. Well, it'll be it'll be great when we get oh, to the I'm matchup, angry. the uh, the Tory versus Tory matchup, but. Uh, but that's, I, Yeah,
0: I have no one to blame but myself.
3: Yeah. Uh, Felicity's
1: still in, right?
3: Felicity <laughs> is it? may have been eliminated, but uh, oh. that's all right, Dustin. You, you still got... I think you still have a... Do you still have a show?
1: I don't think so. There's three cartoons oh. in Justified.
3: <laughs> 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 so Dustin can't lose no matter what, is what we're saying. Yeah, Dustin...
1: Um, but remember
0: how we let Dustin have uh, extra shows?
3: We did. Mm-hmm, we did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know... D- n- you, Dustin, I remember you very specifically saying that you were not uh, adjusting your strategy. You just had kind of like a set strategy from the beginning, and yep. uh, that maybe that's what happened. Maybe it was the uh, inability to to adjust to new nope. circumstances.
1: Nope. I think know. it was spite. It was pure spite.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, look, I, I will admit that adjusting to circumstances is how I ended up in this position. But on the other hand, I, you know, I got some stuff through to the semifinals, so.
3: Yeah, three it's... three Tory shows. Yeah, in spite.
0: <laughs> Wait, three? There are three of them, are mine?
3: Yeah, the only one that's not is uh, Clone High.
0: Oh, which I'm actually really happy about. Um, well, you know, <clears throat> I'm just saying, you yeah, know, maybe, maybe Dustin could have picked some better shows. <laughs> <laughs> I picked
1: Felicity.
0: <laughs> and um, You don't sure get we... <laughs> better. I'm pretty sure we discussed that last week mm-hmm. when we didn't vote for it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Mean. <laughs> I'm Took sorry. Took very personally. <laughs>
0: you didn't remember until just now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I was getting myself ready to defend it again.
0: I mean, Wait. you can. We haven't decided about our yeah, uh, well, wild card. That's
3: true. That's true. Um, wait, Dustin, did you actually say what you were drinking, or were we still oh, in the I'm, preamble of you you drank wine last week?
1: I did drink wine last week, but now I'm drinking Oxbow, uh, one of my favorite local uh, craft brews. Is it? It's a, uh, it's a pale house, a pale ale, which means an IPA,
3: right, Tori?
0: Uh, an IPA is a type of pale ale, yes.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: See,
0: it doesn't mean it is a pale ale. Uh, an IPA, it's just.
3: Right,
1: it's
0: a less hoppy IPA.
1: Okay,
0: I had a whole conversation with a guy at the grocery store um, about, and he's he clearly works for like the beverage distributor person and uh, like company,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and because he saw me getting my usual rack of polar seltzer, because uh, <laughs> I'm super classy, and he was asking me like, oh, do you like that flavor? And then when we started out talking about seltzer flavors, and then we started then we started talking like about recycling. And, like, plastic versus cans, um, because, like, it's Vermont, so, like, everyone's kind of hippies, but also, like,
1: you know whatever, uh,
0: and then started. And then I don't know turned, what that
1: whatever means. Well, you know, I'm case. still
0: buying a bunch of cans of seltzer, so I'm clearly right. not like oh, okay. that. Okay, fair. Uh, you know, and the, you know, the struggles I face where it's like, I, you know, I, I'm, I need to compost because it's the law, but, like, I have bears, so how do I compost? <laughs> you know, just the normal, just normal local chit-chat at the grocery store. But because he's the beverage guy, he also stocks all of the beers. And so we st- he went started going on a whole tangent about how he doesn't understand why people in Vermont are obsessed with IPAs and like and all and some of the weird flavored stuff and he's like I go around and I'm stocking stuff and it's like these brewers they're just putting whatever in their beer and he it was just one of the most delightful conversations I've had. <laughs> you know, it's like I really like beer, but man, what are these people thinking? And they just you know, we just put it in the and I have to check it if it doesn't sell, because if it goes bad, you know, but they just keep making crap. <laughs> and I'm like, you're in a state with so many microbreweries. Mm. Um so anyway, uh yeah, IPAs.
1: I you know, we uh also drink polar and we uh drank so much of it that eventually we bought one of those uh fizzy water thingies
0: yeah he was asking the guy who literally stocks seltzer at the grocery store was telling me i should just get one of
1: those <laughs> we got one and we used it for three weeks and we went right back to sit polar
0: That's the thing. So I had one for a while, and my problem was that because you have to get the the cartridge.
1: Yeah, what a pain in the ass. Yeah,
0: you have to recycle it at, like, Bed Bath & Beyond or whatever. Although, then he had... So this is what he did tell me, pro tip from the guy who shouldn't have been telling me this. He's like, if you want the cartridges, it's the exact same cartridge that you use for paintball guns.
1: Oh, wow. So he's like, (laughs) just order
0: a case of paintball gun cartridge. Like the, the, you know... Yeah, and it'll fit in your machine and give you seltzer.
1: What is your uh, polar preference flavor?
0: Okay, so... I always get their, um, they have those limeade or lemonade flavors now and they, but they have them. And so you're just picking, like I get the mango or the blood orange usually, but then those are the two most popular flavors. So then he and I were gossiping about like, which ones are the worst selling and which ones just are God awful. Cause I will also get their star fruit. One is surprisingly good, but oh, no, no one, no. because it doesn't sell well. Cause no one knows in Vermont knows what the fuck a star fruit is. <laughs> um, but it's like the ones that you wouldn't expect. Like the blueberry one is terrible. Oof. Because fake blueberry flavor is the worst thing in the world.
1: Yeah, yeah. It it's is. just,
0: it's terrible. So, um, I, yeah, he knows a lot about Polar Seltzer and it made me really happy. <laughs> uh,
1: we are uh, almost exclusively raspberry lime people.
0: I mean, it's a good, it's a solid choice.
1: Yeah, yeah. It goes well we with don't, vodka. Mm-hmm. It goes well on its own. We don't have all of those choices, though. We only have, like, five different flavors at our grocery stores. Oh, no. Yeah, we don't... Blueberry, I've never even seen that. Well,
0: it's blueberry lemonade, I think. Mine is mango Oops. limeade.
1: I haven't um, seen that one either.
0: No, they're, it's like a whole special lime they do that's always a fruit plus either lemonade or limeade. It com, They come in brightly colored boxes. You haven't seen hmm. them?
1: We just get the regular basic flavor, like lime and then... Uh, orange and to the raspberry lime and
0: did you get flame. the the special valentine's day mystery flavors? No. They have one that's what? a black label and one that's a red label and they put them out every year and they usually have like w- funny phrases on them although last year it was like like I'm not single I'm quarantining which was a little rude. Um but the <laughs> the black label one is blackberry champagne flavored seltzer which is better oh. than you'd think. And then the Red Label one, I want to say, is like strawberry passion fruit or something like that. But they're both very, very good. They're the Valentine's Day ones.
1: Did your new friend tell you why what happened to La Croix? It just kind of like, it seemed to have imploded. It's not even available at our, a lot of our stores anymore. So
0: my store has a bunch of it, but they're all putting it on <laughs> discount because I think, so the thing with the claw, it's still doing fine. But they, I think they got kind of cocky, and they're not nearly as good as as polar about their flavors. So they started coming out with with like some weird flavored laquais, and they were. I bought one because I was like, oh, like I don't mind laquais, and like it was on sale at the grocery store. They had like a whole display of hibiscus flavored laquais, and I was like, oh, that oh, could be no. good. No, It tasted like cough syrup.
1: It, yeah.
2: was,
0: it was foul. So I'm like, yeah, and then <laughs> and then I just went when I went back. This past time when I was obviously just buying Polar to be safe, um, they had like three other flavors that were all on like super discount. And I'm like, oh, so LaCroix came out with a bunch of weird things and nobody is buying them. So now all the grocery stores are stuck with them just like trying, like marking them down like two boxes for six bucks whatever. Like just get them out of here.
1: <laughs> well, they were always like a dollar fifty more than Polar. And I think that's why people just stopped. Yeah. They were like, fuck it. I'll just get Polar. It's much cheaper.
0: Yeah. Um, my friend, John of, uh, yes. you know, of bartending, uh, fame. bartending fame, uh, drink what you want cocktail book available now. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: he, so I remember he did a taste test of different seltzers, uh, for the purpose, like if you're going to do cocktails, but like without mixing them, it was like, you know, a lot of times they're, they're, you know. Everyone, people like seltzer. There's a bunch of different brands. Let's actually do a blind taste test to find the best seltzer. And he covered everything. I mean, it was, you know, I know Topo Chico is in it or whatever that one is. Um, And Polar One.
2: Yeah, but the, but the, the,
0: the flavor profiles they were looking at, it was, like, the size of the bubble, the amount of, like, the effervescence in it, like, everything. Wow. And, and, yeah, <laughs> like, out of all, yeah, like, there were different categories. And he got other, like, bartending friends or whatever, and they all did a blind taste test, and Polar won against, like, huge names. So, I, you know, I'm not, like, it's science, basically. It's Polar's yeah. better God, would they sponsor us? They should. They Polar? should. Yeah.
3: I mean, why not? Polar, if you're listening, just hit us up.
1: Just give this us... This has been Water Talk, and we can do it weekly, <laughs> at just for you.
3: At, talk to at Love Spackle, producer uh, <laughs> Seth on Twitter. He'll, uh, he'll handle our bookings. Um, I have uh, only barely heard of Polar, so...
0: Yeah, I do what? think it's a very Northeastern thing. Yeah,
3: I don't oh. think... I think I've seen it, but I've definitely never had it.
0: Yeah, because where are they based? Massachusetts?
1: I have no idea. I didn't. I, I, I just thought everybody had the same ones. Laquarela, I'm looking because
3: like, I'm looking at like a like a a list of the 15 best sparkling water brands. 15 from Women's Health. Uh, and and Polar. They? they have Polar Rank number two. They have What's Canada number one? They number... have Spin Drift number one. Oh, oh those, those things suck. Which I've I also know. never
2: had. No,
0: those, those are they're terrible. They're good, but they're juice. No, they have juice. I don't in
3: them. like them. Yeah, I don't like them. Oh, okay, so Polar is, like, the the best one for, like, no juice.
0: Spindrift is great. Um, well, they only have, like, 10% juice, so it's, like, it's it's barely there. But their grapefruit one is very, very good. And, again, excellent with tequila. It's great. Mm. It's a great mixer.
1: But also pricier. Or...
0: Yeah, no, yeah. The Spindrift, they're expensive. It's apparently that 10% juice. Mm. <laughs> you know. Look, supply chain issues. It's hard to get grapefruit. Like. <laughs> um,
1: <anyway>. So television.
0: <laughs> oh, are we doing that now? Is there well, what are we watching?
3: Is there a show about water, sparkling water rivalry? Like this that should be feels like a like grifter
1: a... show about like a a, a a guy that started like a polar type place and then flamed out because he got too cocky. A disruptor.
0: A disruptor. <laughs> the, yeah. the seltzer I'm gonna, disruptor.
1: I'm going to change this industry.
0: Wouldn't it be about whoever came up with the soda stream?
1: Maybe I know, but at what point? I'm sorry to go back to the water, but uh, <laughs> it, I don't know when this was. It was like what six, seven years ago. Everybody just switched to seltzer all of a sudden.
0: No, it was. It was way before that. But it was also. So here, so. I could never get seltzer in Vermont. Never had it. It was not a thing. Um, moved to New York, everyone has seltzer, every bodega has seltzer, you can get seltzer all the time. Um, and I got just I got hooked on it because it was how I got off of drinking soda. Mm. Right. And I think yeah, that's so how yeah, a lot of people, yeah. you know. Right.
2: And it's Me especially
0: too. like this generational thing where like, you know, you kinda grow up drinking a lot of soda because your parents like nobody was ever like, I mean it's bad for you, but it's not that bad, and you're like, oh no, it's actually like really pretty bad. So then seltzer was kind of the happy medium. Um, by the time I was in New York for like 15, 16 years, by the time I came back to Vermont, suddenly there was seltzer everywhere. <laughs> mm.
1: huh. yeah, I mean, it just felt like it happened all at, like very quickly all at once to me.
0: One of my favorite details in American Pickle which mm-hmm. was the dual Seth Rogen
1: uh, oh, yeah, the Simon yeah.
0: Rich movie. yeah, Weirdly really um,
1: hot Seth Rogen. Rogen right, yeah.
0: but it was the old-timey one was the hot one, the one uh-huh. who probably smelled like pickles, yeah. um, <laughs> which I think about a lot, and I'm like, I don't know if he was hotter because I was imagining him smelling like pickles or if he was yeah. actually just, like, objectively hotter. But, like, probably both. Um, pickles are great. Anyway, uh, my favorite detail about it is, like, when he, you know, comes... To, you, wakes up in his pickle vat and like meets his whatever great grandson or whatever the relationship there is and uh and he's like wait you just like make your own seltzer and to him that's like the height of privilege (laughs) it's just like you just have seltzer in your home you just have seltzer all the time you just you can just drink all the seltzer you want and i was like it's, such, it's so sweet you're right we should view our lives in terms of like these everyday privileges yes. that our, our ancestors didn't have like constant seltzer
3: And we yet
1: twice as much for bubbly water than we are for like soda now
3: and yet SodaStream has been around since 1903 it has not or well at least the company that founded it really? yep huh uh, well maybe they
0: just invent things what else did they invent?
3: Let's see. History. Uh, <laughs> the forerunner of the machine, the, quote, apparatus for aerating liquids, was created in 1903 by Guy Hugh Gibley of the London Gin Distillers W&A Gibley Limited. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, flavored concentrates. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they, yeah. they were. Huh. But the first home machine for home carbonation was produced in 1955. Wow. So. But they always had then, the
0: seltzer. The, remember the bottles with the little. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So
3: they were doing commercial seltzer up until that point.
2: Yeah.
3: But um, also, soda stream machines were popular during the 70s and 80s in the UK and are associated with nostalgia for that period. Uh, which is funny because it just because I do I do have like a vague scent like not not even a memory but like an idea of like oh yeah this is like one of those things that people thought was cool a while ago and then came back. Somehow, like, in the last 10 years?
0: Like, uh, Tamagotchis?
3: Like, Tom yes. Or, like, uh, remember when Lava Lamps came back, and that was, like, in the 90s? Yes. They came back After, oh, like, and they were, they had been gone for, like, 20 years already at that point? I'm
0: traumatized by the, the Lava <laughs> lo- No, literally, I have, a tra- I have a traumatic memory of the Lava Lamp revival.
3: Wait, why is that? Or is it was, not a story you can tell?
0: No, I can tell it. What, do you, what unmentionable lava lamp story I, I, I possibly know. have? I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, no, so I was in sixth grade, so I was like 12 years old, and I was babysitting these kids down the road, um, and there were two of them. I think they were like six and eight, maybe? Um, and I'd never seen a lava lamp in my life. And... Their mom had one. It was like unplugged. It was just like on the shelf. And so you know how lava lamps have like the glass cylinder with the fucking globs in it, right. and then there's the base that has the light that heats up the globs. Yep. But it's two separate pieces. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that.
2: Mm. So I
0: walk up to it, and I'm like, oh, this is, like, a cool globby sculpture thing, and, like, I go to pick it up, except that I think I was picking it up by the base, and then the (laughs) the glass part just toppled and shattered.
1: Oh, no. And so I've
0: got these two children, a bunch of broken glass, something that I have no idea the value, because I don't understand what a lava lamp is. (laughs) Um, And so I just think I, like, destroyed a prized possession and also put her children, and I'm, like, trying, and, like, it was almost the end of my shift and she oh, no. like walks in right then and so I'm literally I'm so scared I'm like crying while picking up glass with my hands and I'm like I don't know what to do about the globs and she's like oh my god honey just leave it just leave it just go home she did not fire me and then later my parents bought me a lava lamp I was like I'm happy but also you're just rubbing salt in the wound so I was like afraid to touch it I just said it somewhere and like I was like, I'll turn it on, but I'm never moving it.
3: Oh, that is traumatic.
0: I was so scared.
3: Yeah, I can see that.
0: Also, probably would have helped if I had any idea what a lava lamp was (laughs) before I broke it. But the great thing about breaking things is now you know how they work. So, like, I know it comes in two pieces.
1: What is the uh, globules made of? I
0: have no idea. It was I don't remember. I kind of blacked out a little bit. Um, they were just kind of like all over the floor and and I was very I felt horrible. Her children were there, and I just shattered glass everywhere and something that could have been poison. What are they?
1: i I
3: don't know. I don't know. Let's see. What if they're uh... poison? And a transparent, translucent, or opaque mix of mineral oil, paraffin wax, and carbon tetrachloride.
0: I don't know what that word is. Maybe it's poison.
3: It's just it's just blobs of stuff. Yes. Um. Anyway, back to television. Um, you know.
1: Back to it. Where so did the, we so start?
3: We we were talking about the show about a grifter soda oh, that's right, inventor um, that's right. but look the, the point is that all of this would probably make sense if uh, if you were watching a little show called Riverdale
0: it's back you can uh, say that because no one's watching it and no one can prove you wrong <laughs>
3: Well, we've all read Dustin's recap, and if you haven't, you should on it makes dot uh, no com. Right, but but Dustin's going to start off and, and let us know what's going on in Riverdale with uh, the return of Dustin's Riverdale recap. Woo-hoo! Dustin, please take it away.
1: All right, briefly, the first six episodes of the season uh, took place in a pocket universe where they were every all the characters died, but they just kept coming back to life, uh, and then uh, Hiram Lodge set up in the Current in the existing universe, Hiram Lodge planted a bomb in Archie's house, and, and it exploded, and basically uh, ended the pocket universe. Wait, which is the pocket universe? Is the it's it, it's what multi whatever multiversal? So, but it was yeah. River
0: Vale, right?
1: River Vale, yeah.
0: Okay, so this was my question. So the bomb was in the real show universe. Yes. And that is somehow what destroyed the pocket universe. Yes. How? Don't know. What do you mean you don't know?
1: I mean, I don't think anybody. Is. It was just one of those things. Or like, it just so, happened.
0: So when you did you see the bomb in the real world thingy happening while the pocket universe episodes were happening, or was it like you got to the end of those episodes and the new batch of episodes started and it's like, oh, there's a bomb.
1: Well, they. They knew there was a bomb in the Pocket Universe and they had to, like, do something for the bomb to go off. The... God, I don't even know how to explain it. It was so confusing and nonsensical. All I know is that uh, Jughead had to agree in Riverdale to write about the River Vale characters in order to keep them alive, even though the Pocket Universe is no longer part of the story.
0: Wait, so the River... Veil versions are still alive?
1: Well, uh, as long as Jughead writes about them, although I don't think we'll ever see them again.
3: So it's like, uh, it's like one of those, like, you... you It's like that... Uh, uh, what's it called? That, that picks Coco. It's like the movie Coco, where, like, you remember people, so they're not dead yet.
1: Yes, I guess so. But the Pocket Universe no, no longer matters. What matters this season... I mean, the rest of the season, anyway, is that the bomb that blew up Archie's house turned Archie and Betty into superheroes. or well, They gave them superpowers. So they weren't so, hurt? No, because Archie wrapped himself around Betty, and Archie is now, like, the man of steel. Nothing can... He's impenetrable and super strong, and uh, can't... Yeah, you can't hurt him. Okay. And then um, Betty... When she sees somebody who's menacing or if they're threatening or whatever a red glow goes around them so she knows who the bad people are
0: that's not really a superpower i mean people can read auras
1: well i mean it's very okay i i don't know but it's, some people read it, auras okay i don't know i've never heard of such a thing but she's never very good people at
0: it who can read auras
1: not like this i mean she sees them turn red
0: But she only sees menacing. She doesn't see, like, people who are happy or, like, people who are, you know, sick or I don't know.
1: Just menacing so far. Uh, Mm -hmm. And Jughead went deaf. And it's unclear if that's going to turn into a superpower. And uh, meanwhile, oh, yeah, Veronica Lodge put out a hit on her father and had him killed for planting the bomb. So Mark Consuelas is out of the show. It was very... For a guy who's been, like, the big bad for this entire series, it was sort of like, I mean, he was killed off-screen. Uh, and is very anticlimactic into his run. Hmm. But he left the show, so what are you going to do? And then uh, Cheryl uh, is now possessed by uh, one of her ancestors who was burned at the stake at, in 1890.
0: But that was from the pocket universe, I thought.
1: I'm having I don't yes so some of this leaked out somehow (laughs) I don't know I don't understand why some Um, of the pocket universe stuff still exists and some of it doesn't but I I don't think they know themselves they just kind of like they're like fuck it
0: (laughs) and you said something about a dog that broke all of its legs oh
1: yeah in the bomb bingo Archie's dog uh, broke all four legs but then they healed
3: because the dog does, has superpowers. Does that mean that the dog is, has special healing? Yes.
0: So why is the bomb... What was so special about the bomb? Was it no made of the lamp?
1: No, no. <laughs> nothing as far as we know.
0: So either okay. they had the powers to begin with and this awoke them or the bomb was somehow special.
1: You're trying I'm, to make sense of Riverdale.
0: I'm just asking, are we dealing with an X-Men situation where it's, like, genetic... Like, it was already part of them, or are we dealing with, like, um, like well, a, since the, the Flash dog... or whatever, where something imbues him with power?
1: Yeah, the, actually, the Flash is what I thought of, this whole thing, yeah. Okay. And uh, I don't know how they're going to use these superpowers. I don't even know what... There's there's one serial killer on the loose, the trash bag killer.
0: Has he has that been a thing before?
1: The th- he was a thing, but he happened to be a thing at the end of the 5th f- season, which I I'd quit Riverdale briefly for like uh, a
2: <laughs> few episodes. Away.
1: And well right, and then I missed the trash bag killer. But whatever, it was like when um was a serial killer when Betty was training at the FBI before she became an FBI agent.
0: So when you say trash bag killer, is it a killer with a trash bag on or a killer who kills with trash bags or a killer who puts the killed into trash bags?
1: Uh, he wears a trash bag over his face.
0: That's the worst option.
3: <laughs> like, that's how you suffocate.
0: Like you could use your trash bag in your murders. Right. You don't have to wear it.
3: Yeah.
1: Are uh, there like
0: air holes
1: i think so and i'm trying to think i think he might have killed his guy the guy in this episode with the trash bag too
0: oh so it's like a multi-purpose tool
1: yeah i i I didn't know what was going on because i didn't know the trash bag killer is until i looked him up and i thought it was archie wearing a trash bag and killing (laughs) this guy because he had hit on uh betty
3: (laughs) okay so all of these events how many episodes are they taking place over what do you mean? Is this one episode?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, this was all. I mean, the pocket universe was the first six episodes. Yeah, right, no, I understand. Universe, but I'm saying everything. All the superpower stuff is today. Yeah, yeah. That's
3: I'm all saying. one episode plus the the Veronica killing her dad and Cheryl being possessed, yeah. and that and the trash bag well, killer. Well, but Cheryl killing. being
0: possessed also happened in the pocket universe.
1: No, 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 no. Cheryl wasn't possessed. Uh, somebody else was possessed, and in this episode, that person that that person went from. Britta to Cheryl because Nana Rose uh, did a banishment or told Cheryl that she was doing a banishment spell but in reality she was just transferring uh, Abigail from Britta to Cheryl
0: okay but how how's the maple syrup doing
1: I don't know they don't really talk about the maple syrup that's bullshit
3: I know I know Oh right wasn't that like the source of their wealth yes
1: but where is Riverdale set New Hampshire. Not a lot of, oh, it is. Oh, which okay. means All it's right. inferior, but... <laughs> but yeah, it, it's true. Yeah, my kids literally will not eat New Hampshire uh, maple syrup.
0: Well, of course not. Why would they?
1: They can. I don't. It, I, they can like, tell the difference. Like we will sometimes we will give it to them, and we won't tell them what it is, and they were like, "No, this stuff is gross. We can't eat this." And we're like, "How the fuck did you know?" And they just know.
2: Yeah, it's.
0: I mean, it's. New Hampshire,
1: yeah, they'll they'll eat Maine and Vermont, but yeah, and
0: Canada's good. Canada's like, I mean, it's fine. It's like it's, you know, it's of a level. It's all kind of (laughs)
2: it's,
0: (laughs) you know, you know, Vermont, Maine, like they're better. Um, I have a, a there's a person with a sugar bush up the literally up the road from me. And they, they make a big deal out of the fact that they, like, wood fire their, or I mean, everyone wood fires it. But they have, like, this, like, bird-safe sugar bush. And, like, they do – it's all, like cons- – they do all this conservation stuff. And, and then they, like, they slow cook all of their syrup over those – and they, they don't produce that much. But it – but you can actually taste the difference. It's almost too sweet. And I say that as someone who puts maple syrup in, like, frickin' everything and i like their stuff but it's like i can whatever they're doing to make it i can taste the difference
1: i don't i don't get it i mean i didn't have maple syrup real maple syrup until i was like i don't know 26 no 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 probably 29
0: but you know it i mean like you could you understand
1: right i mean it's better i don't know if it's that Dustin, I mean, so just think about the words.
0: Just think about the words that are about to come out of your mouth. Listen,
1: I'm all I'm saying is like maple syrup costs like seventeen dollars and uh, the shit, Aunt Jemima or whatever is like two bucks.
0: Yeah, but you wouldn't put Aunt Jemima in your coffee.
1: Well, I don't put syrup in my coffee.
0: Well, you should try. It's great.
1: I've tried it. It's all right. It's it's fine.
0: really good. It's don't. It's, don't, it's all right, baby. Like no,
1: it's fine. I, it's too much. That's it's, too it's expensive. not too much.
0: You just put no. You have to just scale it back. You just use a little bit. <laughs> you don't need as much because it's got more flavor.
1: Wait, do you put cream in there too? Anne? Yeah, of
0: course. I put milk and maple syrup.
1: Huh. And sometimes I if I have heavy cream,
0: milk. I'll use heavy cream.
1: All right, I'll try it with milk then.
0: Well, do you not put milk in your coffee?
1: No, I just have black coffee.
0: Well, then of course you're like, why is there maple syrup in my coffee? You just drink black coffee.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I did try it once with just the black coffee. It was pretty alright. I gotta put milk. All right, I'll do the oh milk. My God. I'll do some more.
0: Okay. Yeah, let me keep me posted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you wouldn't do that with Aunt Jemima.
1: No, God. Yeah, it would be no, terrible. Yeah, you wouldn't
0: yeah. put like Aunt Jemima in like a, a pork marinade, would you? No. Like you wouldn't mm-hmm. maple syrup.
1: Or uh yeah, tonight I had a nice hoisan uh sauce and maple syrup and soy sauce thing. Yes. It was very good. Yeah. They go
0: very well together. Yeah. Um I'm about to make uh this is another food diversion. Uh so, have you heard about the the maple milk bread?
1: No. Oh my god. Really oh my god.
0: So they just put the recipe in uh, the New York Times. But so there's a food writer who he so he's he has been he's been teasing this recipe because um, he was holding it for his uh, like cookbook which he was working on and his cookbook just came out. His name's uh, Eric Eric Kim. And the like premier thing like that he's been teasing is, yeah, this, this maple milk bread. So he's doing like, oh, a, I'm
1: looking at it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it looks so good. And I bought all the ingredients and I'm going to make it. And I'm really, really excited. And I want to get his cookbook anyway. But that was the recipe that he like did a whole YouTube video and they like put it in the New York Times. And yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. But I'm it's gonna,
0: like a cu- it's like you're making milk bread, but with a cup of maple syrup in it, and it makes it like kind of crunchy and great.
1: I'm excited about that myself. All right, all right. So,
3: and that was Dustin's Riverdale recap. <laughs> you're welcome.
0: <laughs> we're we're doing great, guys.
3: Um, we we are. We're definitely not going off the rails at all. By the way, speaking of food, uh, I forgot I was going to ask this. At the, at the start of the episode, and I, to surprise the two of you, and I forgot. Uh, have you seen the new Netflix show, Is This Cake?
2: No.
1: I've heard about it. Okay. Only, like somebody, it sounds like the perfect <clears throat> drunk show. And somebody was talking about it on Twitter <laughs> and how they were drunk in the middle of the night
3: and watching it. It, it. I think it released on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. It is a new. Wait, that
1: wasn't on Twitter, that was my son.
2: <laughs> oh
0: wow you are very online
3: yeah it's it's a new it's a new netflix uh competition show uh hosted by mikey day uh <laughs> So it already feels like an SNL sketch, except it goes for a half hour. Is
0: this like uh, the thing where people would be like, oh, it's a normal food. Oh, uh-huh. no, it's cake. Yes. And they cut through it. Uh-huh. That it's is just, the
3: competition. It's that uh, as
0: a con- So people are trying to make it or people so, are trying to
3: guess. So they Well, so you have both sides of it. So you have the, um, the main chunk of it. They have different seg- segments. But the main chunk of it is they have all these bakers who are on to compete. Uh, and then they get, have to pick. You know, so like the I've only watched the first episode, but the first episode they're picking between fast foods. So one picks a burger, one picks uh, like a breakfast croissantwich, and one picks tacos, and then they have to make a cake version of that, and then, and then it's com- it's put out with four real versions of the food, and then the the celebrity judges uh, have to pick have to try to pick out the the cake, uh, and then Mikey Day says uh some kind of tepid joke about how they gave him a knife and then he's like now i get to see is this cake and then they like cut through it and either it's cake or it's like oh that was real food um oh my goodness yeah it it like it feels like the kind of show i i it, it's it was mildly entertaining but
1: it is the top show on netflix right now yeah. Which is where we are in
3: America. But it, it really feels like it's a missed opportunity for... Like, SNL has to parody this show and, like, make Mikey Day play himself. What is himself? left
1: to yeah. parody? I mean, that's a parody itself. I, I don't know. know. I, I feel
0: like just, I should remind you that a lot of states have legalized marijuana.
3: Yeah. Which um,
0: may play into the fact that this is yeah, the number probably. one show on SNS. <laughs> um, it is
3: very... Well, the, for, to, to, to the credit of the show... The bakers are all very talented, so it's like if you if you like watching you know bakers creating stuff, that part of it can be fun. like it has that appeal uh the 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 rest of it the the competition of it is kind of I don't know so far again, I've just seen one episode, but it wasn't uh, wasn't didn't blow anything away, but uh I don't know if some people just like watching cakes get made, and then you see like weird cakes that don't look like other things.
0: Well, and you're still building to the, to the climactic moment, which all of those videos had, which was I, hopefully something that looks like another object that then somebody else slides a knife into right. and, and reveals that it's cake.
3: Right. Yeah. So you're just
0: doing a whole episode of buildup rather than just like a quick TikTok.
3: Yeah.
1: Wait, can the viewers, is there like a, a viewer component where like you can guess too, whether it's real or cake? Or do you already know
3: No, because you've seen enough of what it looks like that you should be able to uh, pick it out when they bring out the the final products, but um yeah anyway cake. uh that was that was the uh, the intent of that segment um anyway is is this cake uh, or is this cake because it ends with a question mark <laughs> uh, it's on Netflix now, and I guess it's the number one show I did not realize that uh. But uh, the people are watching that instead of uh, other television, like uh, Tori's weekly watch, uh, Kung Fu.
0: Yes, and I did uh, my homework.
3: Did your homework this week? So speaking time, of people
0: who suddenly are, have superpowers,
3: it's time for another episode installment of Tori's Kung Fu Corner.
0: Dustin, <laughs> <laughs> um, I will need your help. Oh, just, well, right. I mean, I'll just do what you I know, can. like moral support, you know. Um, so. Unbeknownst to us, as we watched it last week, it was actually a two-part premiere. So this week was part two. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Last week, well, okay, so here's where we get into that whole thing where we release the episodes on Wednesdays when the new episodes air. So what we talked about last week was the episode two weeks ago. I am now talking about last week's episode, but, but by the time this episode airs, you'll maybe have already watched the third episode. Just roll with me. Okay, so it was a two-part premiere. So what we find out is uh, all the things that we were like, oh, is this what's going on? Like, yeah, everything pretty much got answered this episode. Like, um, you know how, like, Dustin was totally like, oh, no, Sebastian's a villain. And we're all like, no, actually, I'm pretty sure it's, like, a whole they're setting him up to be, like, Ryan's new boyfriend. Like, yeah, that was blatantly obvious in this one. (laughs) Ryan was, like, in the kitchen and, like, cut himself.
1: You wait. It'll come back around. No,
0: it's not going to come back around. He is too handsome and too dro- sweet.
1: No. No. no, you just no. don't <laughs> drop a random guy into a show no. and start okay. working in the kitchen without no. turning him into a villain. No.
0: What? No. If, no literally, literally there's no, no precedent no listen. that you're talking about.
1: <laughs> if Russell Tan wanted to plant somebody to like be a backstabber, who better? Why would he want to do that? It why seems wouldn't? like he's Russell Chan. He's no, like the bad no, guy. He want no. to infiltrate okay. the good guys. No,
0: no, no. But he's not just like a random bad. Okay, so. okay first okay we're gonna come back to this whole Sebastian situation but let's put a pin in that so we find out what Sebastian what uh, Russell Tan is is up to right so we were all like oh no he's just like upset because the Bianca uh, energy was released like no he's got a backup plan there's some giant fucking bronze bell that he's trying to put together and the pieces of it were underneath um, these buildings in Chinatown that he was trying to buy up but then uh, there was one building that was a holdout so he was like gonna blow so so Nikki and um, what's his name, Garrett, uh, does, thought he was going to blow it up, but then I believe his like, name's Evan. Okay,
3: there um,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, so then they're like, he's actually blowing up the the basement of the building that's next door, so he can get in because he's trying. He's only interested in what's underneath these buildings so they've been trying to figure out what why he's making inroads in San Francisco this seems to be part of it he's like looking for these chunks of a bell that I'm sure are going to have other mystical properties so that seems to be like what's going to go on this season so we know what Russell Russell's <laughs> grand design is. He also is after Mia, but the reason mm-hmm. he's after mm-hmm. Mia is because it's not just that her mother is of the warrior bloodline. We find out that her father who she doesn't know, but she found a picture of in her mother's things. Her father is one of the guardian bloodlines. Oh, yeah. So she's got power coming from two directions. So that's why she's special. Oh. Um Yeah. This is this is gonna be like unprecedented. He's
1: like, wow. Okay, mm. I, mean, I don't want the shows. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> we're doing this for his benefit primarily.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, so anyway, what I'm saying is, Russell has a lot of things going on. He's has no interest <laughs> in the dumplings <laughs> and screwing with Nikki's parents.
1: But how do you know if if he wants to stop Nikki?
0: Why? Why does he he want to stop her? He doesn't seem interested in her. He seems actually only interested in her cousin, and he didn't realize that she was with them.
1: You just wait until uh, Sebastian. Uh, you know, conspires with uh, the uh, the sister's husband, and they become like the super villain.
0: Okay, no, this is your anti handsome bias speaking, and it's like <laughs> it's getting really awkward.
1: Okay, it's not. I mean, I, Henry's a good guy, and he's super and handsome.
0: He, he's incredibly handsome. Yes. Have you seen? Yeah, his shoulders have yeah. yet to make an appearance, but we're waiting. Um, are I wonder how how long we'll be waiting? But did you find um, that Derek Dan. was a
1: little more handsome this year too?
0: I hate you. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) But I think part of it's because it's not there. I like that he has settled into like, he's got a very good working relationship with Nikki and I'm not, but I'm not getting any more of those like love triangle vibes. Like it seems Mm -hmm. pretty much like settled.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: What do you mean for now? What's more worrying is like I had a moment this episode when Nikki had henry babysit mia and they start bonding over how like they both know how to pick locks and i was like you shits i hope that writer's room did not decide to make a love triangle between nikki her cousin and henry because henry's (laughs) shoulders should not have to
2: pick
1: you know what i was thinking what were you thinking i was thinking that if uh, anybody that was writing on the show really wanted to learn about Love Triangles, they should watch Felicity, because that was like <laughs> the godfather of Love Triangles. It's oh, really unfortunate
0: that uh, anyone who's writing on uh, Kung Fu no longer has the opportunity to yeah. watch mm-hmm. Felicity, because we've already passed that show in our record. That's true.
3: true. So, so no if, sure
0: if the writers' room of Kung Fu happened to be following along with our yeah. podcast, uh, this a summer, cartoon
1: will do just
3: fine. Yes.
1: you will learn lots about romance love triangle yeah Yeah. clone
3: high has a has a a huge love triangle in it yeah so scoreboard you know
0: know.
1: all right Um, all right
0: (laughs) anyway look you're getting me distracted okay so um ryan gets a band-aid from the handsome chef who is clearly not a villain stop Um, A building kind of blows up in Nikki's face. Uh, Mia leaves to go chase her father. Um, Mia, by the way, like, I know she's going to figure... Like, I'm sure she'll be cool, but right now I'm just, like, really annoyed with her because she's just not listening to her family because she doesn't understand it. I get it, but, like, these people are just trying to help you, like, stop. Just listen. But anyway, so she's running away. Um, uh, Dumplings are still doing really, really well. And... Oh! And... Jalan broke out of prison Um, by the way she is getting uh, she's badass too it was such a good fight so good it was so good Oh my God! She killed like like I don't know like eight different assassins like in prison. It was great, um, but she and it came
1: right at the end, and I thought, oh shit, they're gonna fucking to be continued this shit, aren't no. they? And then the, nope, they didn't. It's like yeah.
0: she kills them all, torches the place, and walks out with somebody else's identity and leaves her necklace behind. But the big thing is, uh, so that's mm-hmm. the whole. The, she now has all of the visions of her sister, so it's not Nikki having the visions of her mentor now the mentor is like tormenting her sister mm. um and it's a great way to keep that actress in the show because she's wonderful uh but also i, I just kind of like the whole dynamic um oh and then russell's hands kids are so like the son that jalan like thought she, like thinks she killed like the boyfriend that she thought she killed uh he's not dead He's alive, and he's like bickering with his sister.
1: But oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The sister is like totally up her father's butt, and will probably somehow I don't know, maybe get special powers from the bell. I don't understand what's going on, but that's <laughs> no, no, be the whole no, no. thing.
1: You did notice when they blew up the building with a bomb that Nikki then gained the superpower to see menacing people, the red auras.
0: I didn't notice that. That's no, from a different yeah, show. No. I think you're getting your no. CW shows crossed. <laughs> Um, but I do, I you know, look, Nikki has superpowers. She's very strong. She, got, she survived yeah. a bomb <laughs> in her face. It was a very tense moment that it like very much blew up in her face.
3: I'm pretty sure she was down the hall enough that it was, well, it was she was sort was like of a but it blew up
0: sideways and she got it. She her arm was hurt. That's true. Um, I don't understand how they got the piece of the bell to Russell as quickly as they did or maybe there are multiple bells. I'm a little confused about that timeline, but you know, it's fine. I don't need to understand. I'm sure it will all become clear as the season mm-hmm, goes on. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else that you were confused about, Dustin?
1: No, I think I think that covers it. Okay. I enjoyed talking about that tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, that was uh, that was uh, episode two of Kung Fu Corner. We'll, it'll be back uh, next week, uh, every week, to, as long as Kung Fu's on the air, uh, is my guess. Um, and I appreciate it as always because I, again, I just don't watch the show, and uh, you know, it's it's nice to nice to be filled in on what's going on.
0: Well, yeah, you know. I hope you get it. I you should start watching the show so that you know if anything weird happens between Henry and Mia, that's going to cause some mm-hmm. sort of love triangle that I am strongly mm-hmm. against. You can commiserate <laughs>
2: with
3: me about that. that cause I, that's that's fair.
0: Yeah, I'll be angry.
3: <laughs> Good to know. You know, you know who else is angry? Um, or I, I'm guessing. I don't know. I haven't seen the show. No. No. It's uh it's The Bad Vegan or the people who who were scammed by The Bad Vegan.
1: No, uh, she well, well, I don't know. she wasn't okay, it's hard to say that she is. Mm. Okay, so Bad <laughs> Vegan, which is like the second most popular show on Netflix right now. Behind is it Cake.
2: Cake.
0: <laughs> Society is fine, guys. <laughs>
1: It's a Look, documentary series the, about the this price.
3: Stuff. The Netflix is raising their prices. It's fine. Yeah, it's, you gotta... This is why. This, this is why. The, yeah, this is why. It takes a lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh-huh. there's this uh, famous New York... I guess she was yet yeah, pretty famous, like, raw foods chef. Where she owned a raw food restaurant. Oh, raw, is it
0: Dirt Candy? Ra- no.
1: No. What's it called? Pure... Why? Pure and something? I don't I know. I don't know. It was, it was famous enough that uh this particular woman uh before the events of the series apparently slept with louis ck and uh got an std and louis ck was like ah that sucks sorry about that you should have made me wear a condom he like literally yeah, said that to her trash uh she also like almost uh, so s- weirdly alec baldwin plays into the series because she almost like hooked up with him uh, but it didn't work out but he ended up meeting Hilaria in her restaurant and then um, some guy started interacting with Alec Baldwin on Twitter and Sarma noticed that and ended up talking to that guy and becoming like close with him on words with friends and oh. then yeah and then, they entered into a relationship, and this guy was, like, had all sorts of, like, he's, like, he said he worked in black ops and couldn't tell tell her anything about his job. Uh, But he was, like, in love with her, and, you know, told her lots of things about how he's gonna make her happy and whatever.
0: So it's the Words Uh, With Friends Swindler.
1: Something like, well, he said he had a lot of money, and he was gonna make her life great. Uh, And then... It, she, for reasons that aren't explained in the documentary, was in debt to like $1.5 million in debt. And he's like, no problem. I'll pay that off for you. But how can we avoid taxes? And she's like, oh, well, we should get married. So they got married. Just.
0: Had they met avoid... in person at this point? Oh, okay,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. And he didn't he didn't look like the picture that she had she had seen. In fact, over the course of the relationship. He like gained like a ton of weight. Um, anyway, he was he was he was very vague about himself. Didn't say a lot and just kept asking for money. it's like, hey, I've got a lot of money. It's no problem. Whatever, can you send me four four thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars? And he's like, you have to do it in order to prove your love to me. And if you want everything to be great in the end. Uh, you just have to do this. And that was, he said he gained weight too, because he's like, I need to prove that you love me no matter what I look like. And it turns out that he had like a, a wife and a kid, a previous wife and a kid that he never told her about and like took her for like, uh, ultimately like nearly $2 million. And she was just like, um, Begging her investors for more money, and she was taking that money and like, just like giving, giving it to him. This guy. Yeah, who was, who it turns out, and she didn't know this, was like blowing it all in casinos. Well,
0: yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: I and mean, then like
0: some idiot is just giving him money.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. But then at <laughs> some point, um, oh, and he also stole money from her mom, just like sweet talking to her and giving money, like, by saying, you have to give me the money in order for me to save your daughter. Anyway, I don't know. Um, it blows up. She doesn't pay her uh, wait staff and sort of flees with this guy to Las Vegas. And they're fugitives like for like eight months or something. Until he orders a pizza from Domino's. And they find out from his credit card where he what hotel he's staying in. And then they capture him. And then there's a whole thing. And then they go to jail. Both of them. Yeah. She got a very, she only served four months for stealing a lot of money. But she had a, another, she had an attorney that, the, the attorney that defended El Chapo. And this is not in the documentary either. <laughs> but she also, like, had a lengthy affair with him.
0: With the while, lawyer.
1: While he was defending her, Yes. She is shady as hell, but she also, like, was the victim, but she was also victimized a lot of people. So, it's kind of interesting in that way.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean,
1: she's. she she doesn't seem to have
0: very good judgment. No,
1: no. You kind of feel bad for her, but also, she seems pretty awful, and, like, maybe she's doing this documentary in in order to rehabilitate her image.
0: I mean, I feel like the moral here is just maybe, like, cook your food.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Like, who the fuck wants to pay that much money for raw food?
0: Like, just, yeah, you can just cook your food. Sometimes you can make it cake.
1: If I wanted a carrot, I'd just buy a carrot.
0: I mean, there's a reason why Is It Cake is number one show. (laughs) Bad vegan
3: is number two. (laughs) That's right. Exactly.
0: I don't want to make a value judgment here, but I think we all know what's happening.
1: The the good thing about it, it's only four episodes and it's, like, super addictive because it feels very much like a quick podcast. You just, like, get hooked and you find out how horrible these people are. And
0: but do we need to watch it now that you've told us?
1: Nope. We really okay. don't.
0: See, this is the service that this podcast provides.
1: Yeah. Sometimes. I would not say it's a good documentary, but it's kind of, like, mind-blowing for a little bit.
0: That's fair.
3: Sometimes Dustin watches things so that we don't have to.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> in fact, that, I feel like Dustin does that a lot.
0: A lot. We don't watch a lot of things,
1: though, Dan. That's true. But Minx, I, I think you're going to have to watch.
3: Okay.
0: Are we talking about that, too?
1: Well, just just briefly, we should mention okay. Minx. Okay. It's, uh, I think it's based on an actual magazine that would may have been called Viva, I think, like in the 70s some uh woman who wanted uh she had this idea for like a feminist magazine uh and then she um became business partners with a guy who did porn magazines and in order to sell these sort of feminist articles they decided to put them with pictures of naked men. Which like is a why playgirl. you
2: wanna
0: talk about
1: it. Yes, obviously. Penises. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> So she's trying to package her feminist, uh, her high-minded feminist articles with uh, naked men. And so a lot of it is spent um, taking pictures of these men or finding the right men. And there's like a whole montage of penises at one point. I mean,
0: look, we all spend a lot of time trying to find the right man.
1: I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but it's pretty funny about like, you know, penises is like, you can't show erect penises on HBO. But you can show as many floppy penises as you want. So there's just a shit ton of floppy penises in this.
0: Yeah. it seems like a completely natural boundary to draw. Yeah, yeah,
1: totally. Yeah.
0: Now, is there a... I, I don't want to pry too much, but uh, I don't want to give spoilers. But is there any sort of limitation if it's a, if it's an erect stunt penis? Like, or... Like, I mean, oh, like, I a, know. you know, when they oh. do the... The prosthetic, prosthetic penis. yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't know. Is I it like know.
0: floppy if it's real, but if you see it hard, like you know it's a fake penis.
1: I don't. I didn't see any hard penises though. That's all I'm saying. Also, Jake Johnson is in this, and he's 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 the business the business partner that owns the porn magazines, and he's fantastic.
0: But you don't see? Do you see his penis?
1: You don't see his penis because
0: like his name is basically sounds like a, a right. penis. penis. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: There's something about it. I'm looking at the the poster art for this, and something about it feels like um, Anchorman y Like I like like I like I want like <laughs> like like
0: more I wanted, Anchorman less Boogie Nights. Like of?
3: I want it to be Anchorman.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, like it aesthetically, it looks like that, but like tonally, it's not. I mean, it's right? I know, I know,
3: it's not. But I'm just um, it is a
1: comedy, and it's you know, it's a really good comedy. Is it but is
0: the humor coming from the penises or from like the writing
1: The writing, but the penises don't hurt
3: is this like that uh, uh, that Pam well, and Tommy show where uh, oh, it talks. The, the the penis talks and is voiced by Jason Matsukis No, there's no talking penises so far
0: could there just be Jason Matsukis
1: no no well I mean, there could be, but there's not yet no and that's minx. You should watch it. It's really good.
0: I mean, I feel like you've given us a a lot to digest. Really. Yeah.
1: Digest. I was
0: gonna say chew on. But I know. It's I know. Kind I was... of aggressive.
3: That's that feels yeah like a yeah. step too far.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, so is digest. I don't really know. Like. Yeah. There's not really. A, I can't really turn that into a good euphemism. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um. Anyway. All right, I guess I'll watch the Dick Show. You should. <laughs> um, I need another drink. I'm out of wine.
1: All right, I gotta pee.
0: Oh, are we? We're we just gonna leave Dan on All right, dead air. Or go we ahead. Take...
3: Just no, 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 no. We're gonna we're gonna keep this going. Dan, both of you. No, you spe- know what's gonna happen. Give me Dan. a topic. Give me a topic. Oh
0: no, Dan, you gotta sing. You gotta sing a song. I'm not the time singing. No, you're singing. No, give, you're me, a singing. Topic. No, give me a ukulele. Topic. Fucking sing, Dan. I'm
3: not. I'm not gonna going by. All right. So here's oh, what's gonna happen. I'm. I'm going to just transition us over to Severance. Uh, The Apple TV show that we've all been watching, um, we just hit episode six last week uh, called Hide and Seek. Uh, It was... uh, I'm trying to remember what happened because, like most television shows, everything leaks out of my brain. Um, The main things are that uh, we got more uh, uh, Irving and Burt, which is... uh, uh Christopher Walken and John Turturro and uh they're very lovely together, and their scenes are just very heartwarming. Uh we got uh we got a little bit of uh of uh uh Devin, Mark's sister, out in the world, and we got to see that there there's definitely something more slightly more sinister going on uh, after her uh her interactions with uh with um blanking on the woman's name, I believe her name's Gabby, uh, who was out, uh, who she met at the pregnancy retreat cabin thing, um, and, uh, she sees her out in the world and seems like she is not, uh, like she doesn't remember her, so maybe, maybe she's severed out in the world, like, uh, you know, and it's, uh, this is being used for, for more, more evil. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, Adam Scott and his team seem to be starting to, starting to reach new levels of insubordination, um, in large part because of his, uh, his, uh, connection with Helly and the fact that, you know, they're, uh, Zach Cherry kind of makes fun of them and says like, oh, are, are, you know, thinks that they're kind of flirting with each other. They probably are, but, um either way, um, you know, it's it's led them to kind of willfully uh disobey uh uh, H- uh Harmony and uh and Mr. uh Milchek. No, is that a name? Milchek. Yeah. Yes.
1: But also uh, the self help book, something's going on with the self help book. Like that's inspiring him. Well it, it feels like, like terrible book. Yeah.
3: It seems like the the uh the soft platitudes of rickens uh uh book is is kind of inspiring them all to because all of everyone in uh in macro data refinement have read bits of it uh at one point or another already so they're all kind of it's almost like they're being awakened by like this vague new agey uh self-help book
0: terrible book
3: Uh, did
0: you already did you already talk about the the almost kiss
3: I, I, just briefly, I was okay. just, I was just giving a quick recap of the episode. Uh, just wanna make
2: sure.
3: and, uh, and, and it kind of ends in a weird place where, uh, Mark meets, uh, someone on the outside who had been working with PD and, uh, is that where it ends? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. He goes to meet the person who probably, uh, is helping, with the effort of reintegration. So it probably helped Petey with the Mm. reintegration, which is what, um, what's her name? Harmony, like Patricia Arquette's character, like they have identified her.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So her dude, the guard, whatever guy is on his way to go see this woman. And Mark also has finally answered that cell phone. And is going to meet this woman. And it just sort of abruptly ends.
1: It ended so abruptly that I watched like the next five minutes. I will say the next five minutes and the next episode are kind of like holy shit. <laughs> moments.
0: Okay. So how do you manage to only watch five minutes of the next yeah. episode and not just watch the whole episode?
1: Because it, it's just like the last time I did it. They have the big holy shit moment or the reveal, and then you know, and goes then back it moves to on. Sort of being yeah. But mm. don't
0: you want to just keep watching?
1: I have so many other shows to watch that I have to, I have to move on.
0: Like Riverdale? Yes. <laughs> I mean,
1: you well, it, okay.
3: it's, it is funny like... though. Cause, cause those that's, these episodes have, have had that feeling of, uh, of cutting off abruptly. Um, which I don't know. Uh, it, it feels like, like it could be like, you know, if this were a Netflix show, then it's, it's, uh, it's like a calculation to get you to watch the next episode, right? Right.
2: Um,
3: right. But I wonder if there's something about the uh, this is not well thought out because it just popped in my brain. But um, the because the show is so unsettling and like this is this is almost a way to to continue to unsettle the audience just by not giving you closure because the characters never get any closure because right. they're they're so because of. The process of being severed they don't get to reflect and process they're just like things just end and it starts again Uh, yeah
0: the episodes also just severed
3: yeah
1: hmm i can see that yeah uh
0: did you talk about the birthing woman
3: uh again just briefly just mentioning that it was a weird thing um so she's like
0: married to some
1: birthing woman the doula uh
3: gabby
0: No, the woman—the woman, the woman who, uh, who gave the, the sister the coffee. coffee. Yeah. yeah. Well, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Well, so and then the sister starts researching, and the husband is like a politician who has been supporting Lumen's severance right. program. Right. Um, I think the woman is severed.
3: Mm-hmm. But I was trying and to that's figure why out why she didn't recognize her.
2: Well,
0: maybe. Right.
3: Yeah. But what or is she's she? A bitch. When? <laughs> <laughs> when is she severed? So is it? Oh, out like, in the world versus in, in private? private. Or I don't know. Like is her like quote unquote like work self is like the public facing
2: Yeah.
1: Well I was thinking like a work self is like I, I didn't I don't remember was she like a work self as a stay at home mom?
3: Maybe. I mean because the only times we saw her were out in the park in this episode, out in the park, uh when uh when uh Uh, Devin, uh, Mark's sister, runs into her. her. And then previously it was just in the cabin, right? Those are the only two times.
0: What if she's severed when her, it's like literally like when her husband is around versus not around.
1: Mm. Oh, he's like the elevator, the trigger.
0: Like imagine your marriage is so for show that you have a personality that just handles your husband and then you have a whole other life. Like literally your husband is just not there. That's, That's
3: wild. That makes that makes sense and is a real bummer. Yeah, um,
1: I like that theory. It's better than well, not. Uh, do you still think the picture Arquette theory? No, is shut that, up. Yeah. <laughs> what was that I That I, I, I was looking at it for this week. I was like looking closely, trying to decide. no, because
0: this week she does the whole like I'm gonna do the cure prayer or whatever. Right. And it was, yeah, I was like, okay, fine. Yeah,
3: now she's she's just a zealot.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's just a zealot.
3: Um, uh, wait, let's go back how to... She, uh, how so, does she
1: sleep, though? If she has to be like a nanny during the day or night? No, she, she
0: doesn't. She only did that to get close to his sister. Yeah.
3: I know, but she still has to do it. No, well, she, they didn't necessarily know. hire her. She just yeah. did it once. She's oh, a oh.
0: nursing consultant. Mm-hmm. Like, once Devin figures out how to get the baby to latch i think
3: yeah that fine yeah okay um wait uh before i forget let's go back to the bert and irving almost kiss uh just just it was just a lovely scene god and
0: they touched foreheads it was mm. so tender
1: something bad is coming out of that that Shush. is what we like the... you don't, know, don't,
0: don't do this
1: they they're going to give you like uh, at the end some satisfying resolution with uh, Adam Scott's character, but they're going to have to destroy them no. in order to... You know? I mean, it's an I'll an, tell you, it's you this episode. right
0: now. I will sacrifice, like, 10 Adam Scott's characters. <laughs> for, like, Christopher Walken and John Turturro's happiness. I yeah. love that they're doing this whole thing, and I love that it's a slow burn, and I mm. just love how tender it is.
3: Mm-hmm. And, like, it I, feels very... in in a In a way that makes sense, because obviously these the severed personalities are children in a lot of ways. So like the, it feels like, like kids, like figuring out how crushes work.
2: Well,
0: right. But it, it's also that thing of like, just because, you know, this is supposed to be your work self. It doesn't mean that you don't have all those same instincts. Right. So it's like, they have no context for their lives, but right. they know what they're attracted to. Right. Right. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
3: Um uh oh we also got uh a brief moment at home with uh Zach Cherry's Dylan, specifically when uh, oh, yeah. when Milchick oh, yeah. wakes him up. Yeah. and it's like real shocking and kind of upsetting. Um
0: yeah, that's a whole wrinkle, so they can wake you up at home if they right, want to.
3: Right. Uh and uh and Zach Cherry has a kid and obviously his severed self does not know that and is very confused.
1: But did didn't it sever
3: self say, Hey,
1: is that my kid?
3: Yeah. He's like, oh, What the fuck? Crazy. And yeah. then he wakes him up and then flips back. Oh.
1: That's upsetting. <sighs> so, I'm
0: so why but again, why is Patricia Arquette only like why are they I, I get like do you think Milichek happens to be um Cherry's neighbor? Like why like, why does Mark seem to have this special,
3: uh, Oh, well, like, why is he like the, the, the special, the special one?
0: Yeah. Like why is, why is, uh, Patricia, Patricia Arquette, like living next to him and infiltrating his sister and like mm-hmm. going to all, is it just because of Petey or are all of the people in that department? Do they all have kind of watchers
3: There must be something, I mean, there's been, there have been enough hints from, from Patricia Arquette's side that, like, when in, uh, this was not this past episode, but the week before, when she tells, uh, I think Grainer, the, the other evil guy, uh, when she tells him, like, I'm trying something new, like, it seems like this is, this is like her pet project, I don't know what that means, But it's almost like uh, whether it's because Mark moved in next to her when he took the job or um, or after he was in the department and then she took over. I don't know. I mean, the timeline of that, who knows? But um, but it feels like, you know, this is her special project, whatever she's doing with them. Um, And uh, and it, it doesn't seem like it's not necessarily just her, you know. Trying to uh, save her own job, because okay. because because they're going. I don't know. I mean, that's just a the theory. Because um, otherwise, it's just too much. Like, if it was just if she didn't care, then she would just get rid of them, and you know, who cares? Right. But
1: <sighs> three more episodes.
3: Three more episodes. Uh, any any shocking predictions or weird weird places you think it's going to go?
1: I think the Lakers will uh, win the championship.
0: Oh, I don't know what that means. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I just want John Turturro and Christopher Walken to kiss. That's all I want.
3: I think we'll get that.
0: I think we will, right?
3: I think so. I think so, too, right before they kill one of them. No, no. You be quiet, Dustin. (sighs) Shut up! Shut <laughs> up! Right. You
0: know what? On I that don't note, know how you just, don't
1: see it's an No,
0: on that note, let's just move on to the thing that's probably gonna mm-hmm. that will probably <laughs> make you happy, but might make you
2: unhappy.
1: Well, I've already had my moment of right. devastation. It's
3: uh, it's time for the uh, the semifinals of the fiscal first quarter categorization challenge. Uh, four shows left. Only one will be the uh, ultimate winner, which we will watch in, I think, July. We keep saying, or I keep saying, so or maybe
0: should, August, we don't or know. August,
3: but you know, sometime. Um, let's go. Uh, uh, let's save the good one for last. So <laughs> we'll start with uh, there because there's one undercard and one main matchup. Let's it's obvious. So uh, we'll start with uh, Clone High. Versus Attack on Titan, um, now just to just to just to see where these shows have come from. Uh, Clone High was uh, my uh, nominee. Uh, it beat uh, The Resident, uh, The Mighty Boosh, and Felicity. Oh. So unfairly wow. knocked out knocked it out beat... a couple of powerhouses. Yeah, Felicity. Um, I mean, meanwhile, impressive. very impressive run. For honestly, I did not expect Clone High to get this far uh and uh on the other end of it uh attack on titan which is a tory show defeated uh the oc uh wonderfalls and then the class so uh you know good another good two two you know these two teams respectable it's, it's a, run. respectable runs it's not like they you know they'd got an easy route to to this point so uh so what do you what do you got attack attack on titan or clone high um I feel like we've talked about the the reasons why, uh, but again, just to just to reset it for Clone High anyway. Uh, one season show, uh, beloved sitcom, uh, back when MTV was doing uh, animated sitcoms. Uh, Thirteen episodes. Uh, Bill Lawrence, uh, Lord and Miller. Uh, it was they recorded the voices in the basement of the Scrubs Hospital. Uh, what more could you want? Uh, and and they're they're bringing it back. I think probably I, I'm assuming it'll be back like next year. But they're they're bringing the show back. So, uh, so that's that's all I got. That's that's the Clone <laughs> High. That's that's uh, why you'd watch Clone High. Unlike uh,
0: unlike Clone High, Attack on Titan doesn't have as much of a an obvious hook, timeliness factor. Necessarily. Um, I will say that it is... So it's it's based on uh, a very popular manga. It's a very popular anime series. Um, I mean, probably one of the most popular, certainly, like, going on right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, people have been waiting for the last season for quite a while, uh, and the last season is about two weeks, two or three weeks away from being done. So uh, we're kind of... Discussing this in, in the midst of its, its final run. Um, It is, you know, I look, I don't have the, it it does not have the pop culture hook of Lord and Miller or, or your Bill Lawrence or, or anything like that. But I will, you know, I do think that it is. um, I wanted it in just to have some anime representation as opposed to just general animation, um, it's got a really good, uh, solid story with a lot of surprises. And I think that, uh, the drama of it, um, especially cause I'm, I'm in the midst of watching the last season has taken some, some cool turns where, uh, characters that have been out of it for a while have come back characters that you thought were there for the long haul go away. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of surprises and, and different, um, Actually, the whole setting for the season is <laughs> starts out in like literally a completely different continent. You're like, what the fuck's going on? Mm. So, um, it's it's a really cool show that develops interestingly. It would be a little bit harder right. than Clone High in that it's not a one season thing. Um, I would have to kind of pick and choose episodes, but I think that. Look, I mean, I think Clone High should win, but I do, I'm just really, I'm really happy, I'm really happy that Attack on Titan made it this far, and I love this show. Shut up.
3: I'm real shocked that you think Clone High should win.
0: I do. Well, no, because I want to watch Clone High, but I mm-hmm. really, I'm really, really happy that Attack on Titan got this far, because I actually, and in a weird way, if Dustin could put aside his, um, his anti you know, cartoon buyers. Mm-hmm. Right. I actually think he would, he would enjoy the story. It's, I mean, I'm not from a romantic, I, it's no Felicity, I understand. There's no <laughs> romantic triangles or anything like that. But right. there's, it, there are some themes I think he would maybe be surprised to find in a cartoon mm-hmm. and that was kind of why I I was I did pick it with Dustin in mind in in the hopes of showing him something that maybe he wouldn't expect from a cartoon.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. And I will say I mean I've only watched the first season of uh, Attack on Titan but it was very uh I didn't stop because I didn't enjoy it. It just kind of lost track of it. Um but it's a it's a very uh, it, it was really entertaining and very uh, kind of like I mean, it's a very adult cartoon as far as like the level of violence and the yeah. the and the themes that they're kind of dealing with. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's worth it for sure.
0: Also, in terms of action, like I just want to say mm-hmm. this because I don't. I mean, we probably won't end up watching it, but like <laughs> the so the whole thing takes place. So I just want to talk about the action. So there are these giant like titans, right? Mm-hmm. and they like stomp around and break walls and like kill people and they're they're uh they like chew on people and whatever they're just like big giant naked monsters um and so this society that has like protected themselves behind these walls they form um what the, they're like the scouts they they form this one military group that is specially trained just to kill these titans and so they develop these special weapons um these long like breakable swords and these um this gear that lets them ride they literally like grapple it's almost like they they become spider-man but without special powers they just Mm. grapple to walls and trees and like soar through the air um and it creates these incredibly dynamic like animated action scenes where they're all just flying around trying to cut the backs of the necks of these titans for reasons and it goes on and on and on um and so but you just have these like these heroes that you root for because you're watching them they start out as kids and they're training and they get better and better and better um as they go on and even as the show gets bigger and the stakes get bigger and there are more and more complications the satisfaction of watching those scenes which still in the last season like it, a lot of times it still just comes down to like no matter what else is going on you just still have somebody with these with that gear and those swords and they're just going out and having to fight a you know and it it's so satisfying um and there's a lot of secrets around how the titans came to be, what the titans really are, um, hmm. why some titans happen to have special intelligence that other ones don't seem to have. Um, it's there's a lot of secrets. It's great.
1: Uh, I'm assuming that I'm the decisive vote on this one.
3: I think so. Yes.
0: Well, mm-hmm. unless one of uh, unless Dan or I switch sides.
1: <laughs> well, I uh, yeah. Clone High seems like if I'm going to like a cartoon, it has all the ingredients to be the cartoon I would like. But part of me is like, fuck you, you beat Felicity, and I want to vote against you out of spite. But in the off chance that one of these shows wins next week, uh, and I have to watch it, I'm
3: going to go with Clone High. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that seems like the 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 probably the best uh, decision, yeah. Dustin. I feel like, uh, at mm. least for you. Yeah. Um,
0: I will. I will go with Clone High as well. I do. Think oh wow! I oh, sweep. I think, I think it'll be a better podcast show. <laughs> I'm just really happy that Attack on Titan got this far.
3: I love that you made Dustin choose first before for reveal yes. that's perfect that's that's no it's great it's well perfect.
0: because if he had chosen attack on Titan I would have voted for attack on Titan mm. just just to honor his sacrifice
3: right I, thank you yeah uh the other thing is that if attack on Titan had won it would suddenly be like oh maybe we should watch attack on Titan
0: <laughs> right now it's like nobody's ever gonna watch it because like right. it didn't yeah no I get it that's fine Uh, I'm gonna demand to talk about the finale when it airs in a couple weeks because I'll be like, "Screw you guys!"
3: (laughs) Well, I can't wait to hear about that. Uh, But uh, equal
1: time with Felicity.
0: That finale aired a long time ago, and you've already explained it.
3: Also, I feel like want to come back (laughs) and
0: tell us which who she chose in both versions of reality.
3: Yeah. Uh Um, Speaking of things, I am uh, I'm very excited about. It's uh, it's the other matchup. It's uh, because it's it's two Tory shows, uh, Ducktales versus Justified. Um,
1: I am half willing,
3: almost willing to just let her make the decision. <laughs> <laughs> so Tory, no, obviously, Tor- <laughs> we we want to hear Tory's thoughts, but the, the short version: Ducktales, probably, possibly Tory's favorite show in this bracket. Uh, Justified. Which Tori chose. It's probably the best show Tori could have picked that she hasn't seen.
2: Yes. Um,
3: also, because it kind of fits perfectly with, within the structure and like how much time we'll have to watch uh, a show. Um, Tori, what are you feeling?
0: <laughs> you know what I'm feeling. Look, here's the thing you sons of bitches are going to pick Justified, so I'm going to vote DuckTales just because, like, that was the thing. I can't believe it made it this far. It's the one thing I just really, I actually, I just want to watch it with Dustin. I just want to share the joy. And I understand. Toy, you got to stop. You're going
1: to talk shish, Dan no, into shish, it. Shh shush, I'm not going to. I know I'm
0: not going to. So I'm just saying, look, uh-huh. I understand that Justified is makes more sense. Um, I, I am kicking myself for even putting it out there because you guys hadn't even thought of it. And if I just kept my mouth shut...
3: Oh, it was 100% on my list. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. Well, it fine. would have
3: It would have it, ended up somewhere in the bracket.
0: Well, <laughs> I should have just let you do it rather than me do it and just shooting myself in the foot. But the point is, I understand that I should watch it. I would like to watch it with you guys. I know that in every version of reality, us watching Justified together this summer would be good for us and good as a podcast. And it would make the most sense. However, uh, I choose chaos, and frankly, I just, like, yeah, DuckTales is a show I absolutely love, and and I just want to watch it. I just want to get Destin to watch it, and I want to share it with you. It's got great guest stars. It's so heartwarming. He should watch it with his kids. He should watch it with us. We should just talk about it all the time, because it's a brilliant adaptation of... of something that could have just been like stupid nostalgia and they did something they transformed it into something both respectful and and that stands on its own and you know it's a cartoon it it doesn't like there is an overarching story but we can just pick fun episodes and have fun with it and i i'm not going to convince you and i'm just so i hate that funny. we're here <laughs> but i'm so happy that it got this far that i'm just torn and i've already switched to blackberry sour beer because I drank all the wine, and I'm not feeling pain, okay? I'm just...
1: I just feel like the words you're saying suggest you're talking to me, but in reality, they're directed to Dan in order to sort of manipulate Dan into doing this for me.
0: No, because if I wanted to manipulate Dan, I would come up with some sort of like... I would like, like Dan. I swear to God, if you vote for Ducktales, I promise I will actually pay for Hulu without ads. <laughs> I will upgrade my subscription if Ooh, you just wow. vote Ducktales. Now, for...
3: now hold on there. That's an interesting argument.
0: <laughs> so, or um, what else would you like? Dan, I'll mail
3: you.
1: Dan, stop. stop. Uh, would you like
3: you gotta, me?
0: No. Have you ever tried maple whiskey? The, I can. they There's no so bribery.
3: You can't. I feel like you'd probably just remind bribery. remind no, me No, no, that... we
0: never said those rules. Dustin. That's true.
3: I've known that. I, I feel mean... like you would just remind me that Ben Schwartz and Danny Pudi are Hue- are Dewey and Huey. Oh my
0: God, they are. <laughs> have
3: you- okay,
0: so if you like the after party, um, did you know that that Ben Schwartz is literally playing his character Sans Murder in Ducktales? Uh, Jason Matsuqis is in it. Um, oh God, who are the? Uh, it's just, I'm I'm. They do an episode that's basically so you have. David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck but then they do a time travel Christmas episode which is the most Doctor Who thing you could possibly do <laughs> so it's just brilliant um Bex Bennett is Launchpad mm-hmm. and he's perfect uh but they use him to bring in Duck, uh, uh, Darkwing Duck which is a whole other crossover but they do a really really good job with it yep. um and it could be its own. Oh, it's just
3: Darkwing, <sighs> played by Chris Diamantopoulos, who's great.
0: Yes, but then they bring in the guy who played the uh, the original Darkwing Duck, so they actually, and then they have him transform into Negaduck, who was one of the villains of Darkwing Duck. Like there is a whole multi episode Darkwing Duck arc that is so inc- so smartly done. Um. And oh, oh, oh! Uh, Paul of Tompkins mm-hmm. is is um, <laughs> oh God, he's uh, he's the lucky.
3: He's Gladstone.
0: Gladstone, yes, he's great. Um, uh, oh, Paget Oh, Paget Brewster is in it. Paget <laughs> okay. Brewster.
3: Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dustin. Margot Martin, yeah, Martindale is in it. The-
0: yes.
1: Okay. Yeah, but that was what I was gonna say about Justified in order to like remind you that we would be watching the second season the Margot Martindale season the right. season that made Martin, Margot Martindale Margot Martindale we yeah, also
3: probably need a couple of season one episodes yeah, but she's, well, I, I she's like Mob Beagle yeah
1: the first and the last of the like the pilot and the finale of the first yeah season, probably something then, like that then season two
0: whatever but we could just listen to her as Mob Beagle um,
1: <laughs> there would be no Mob Beagle if there were no Justified
0: uh, you don't know that
3: well it
1: wouldn't be Margot Martindale
3: Giancarlo well, Esposito. Would... Yeah, Giancarlo Mark Esposito. Mark
0: Kevin Jackson. Mark Evan Jackson. Oh, my God. He plays a secret villain. It's Michael such a good Chiklis. reveal.
1: Jim Beaver. Yes. It... Wait, no. Jim Beaver's in Justified. Well, I'm pretty
0: sure he's also in DuckTales. Everyone is in <laughs> DuckTales. Paget Brewster, Dusty. Well,
1: Stephen Root's in uh, Justified, and he's got to be in DuckTales. He's in everything.
0: I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did. he literally <laughs> is in everything. It's true. Um, I just.
1: Wyn Duffy. <sighs> Oh man, this one has Kevin Rankin from Friday Night Lights. Yeah, that's the season with Kevin Rankin. Kate
0: Bennett, Kate Micucci, um, Bobby Moynihan, <gasps> Lin Manuel Miranda plays um, uh, 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 Gizmo Duck. Oh, and they have Jim Rash. So there's a bunch of people from Community. Jim Rash is in it.
3: This is this is very mm-hmm. funny. I'm there's just... just a lot of there's so many there's so many things, so many good reasons to watch both shows,
0: but I just need to reiterate <laughs> Jason Manzukis <laughs> that's
3: true. We weirdly do not have a lot of Jason Manzukis in this bracket. we don't it's very distressing
1: uh, yeah,
2: that, uh,
1: uh, so dustin are you where
3: what are you voting? Oh, I'm voting
1: for justified hmm. all right, I'm let's like, see you're...
0: oh 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, no! My husband just came up with a note to share uh, because I should put, point this out. So you know how Donald Duck always has this voice that's like, blah, 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 and you can't really tell who he is.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So do you know who voices him when when he on the few occasions where his voice changes and he can talk like a normal duck? Do you know who mm-hmm. who Donald Duck is voiced by? No, no. Don Cheadle. Are you oh, going to okay. deny? The joy of watching Don Cheadle as a pantsless duck. When Duffy. <laughs> I don't know what that means.
1: It's a character justified.
3: All right. Well, let's see. Let's just let's just think about this for a second. So, Justified, <clears throat> I feel like is probably easier to. It has all the podcast reasons why. Yes. Uh, it's also. Um, it's, it's a show that I was going to rewatch anyway and do pop in and out from time to time. So it's, it's, it's the, it's the easier lift, which is not necessarily a good thing. Uh, it is also, uh, it feels like a show, it, it feels worse somehow that Tori has not seen Justified than that Dustin has not seen DuckTales.
0: Uh, that's fair. Um, I admit that. <laughs>
3: Uh, the the arguments for DuckTales, besides the fact that I'm sure Tori would curate a very lovely uh, batch of episodes yes. um, and uh, forcing Dustin to watch a cartoon... It also means that there would be two cartoons in the finale, which means that Dustin was, will have to watch a cartoon. That
0: was one wow. thing I did want to point out. Like, we could we could have a cartoon V cartoon. I mean, at that,
3: that point, it doesn't matter because Dustin has already lost.
0: Right. And it would be you versus me, which could get heated, but, like, mm-hmm. we're all winning. Right. I mean, you know, unanimously winning as, you know, right. two, two people. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think I'm going DuckTales. Yes! No, Dan.
1: No, Dan. <laughs> yes! No, you can't do that. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Dan, no. Oh, my God.
3: But here, here oh. is my, my request for next week because we only have, we're only going to have one matchup next week. Uh, Tori, I would like you to you – know, it doesn't have to be final, but, like, give us a – I want you to be able to give us an overview of, like, what we're going to be watching with DuckTales.
0: Oh, my God. I will. I promise. I will. <laughs> I will, I'm on the floor. I'm so excited.
2: Uh, <laughs> I chaos. I, I gotta chose up chaos. without ads. Oh, oh, oh uh, I will so
0: I will come up with a whole so so I'll I'll come up with at least four weeks of episodes. We
3: we can definitely do justified in August
0: though. Yeah, we could do both. I mean we could also just do, you know, like let's say pushing daisies. Yeah. At some point. Or, you know, felicity.
3: We can always we can always do a rewatch Did and Dustin attach it leave? to stuff. I don't no, know. <laughs> I'm here. Oh,
0: I'm so upset.
3: Dustin, you and I have we, we Tori we can get Tori to watch season two of Justified. Uh, I yes. will I
0: could watch all of you know also, what if it means oh, that I can get Dustin to watch DuckTales, I will just watch all of Dust Justified.
3: Just- well, I got I. no fucking
1: choice. now. Uh, also also <laughs> Dustin Dustin,
3: Dustin, no joke, Clone High could win next week like yes. I'm cuz I'm I, probably I, not voting against clone like I mean I might but it's it seems unlikely so
0: and I do want to watch clone high
3: yeah
0: oh no shit he's going <laughs> to no cuz Dustin's going to vote for clone <laughs> high just to fuck me
2: over
1: shit <laughs> fuck this i don't know at this point i would be i would actually not i mean i would not want to upset you that much cuz i feel like it would be like the felicity thing
3: <laughs> to me, and I would not want to hurt you in
1: that oh,
0: way. Oh, because you're a better person than I am. I see yes. what I I understand. I, I get it.
3: Ducktales versus Clone High. That's the finale next week. Uh, Wait, whoa. I don't
0: know that this is a better outcome. I'm so <laughs> conflicted now. Okay. Well, we'll. I'll have to come up with a really good episode.
1: Chaos. But- Chaos. Congratulations, Rain. Dan. Tori, you just picked Clone High.
0: I did. Not
3: necessarily. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Not I know. necessarily. <laughs> um I, don't, uh, I, gotta, I gotta be honest, that was pretty fun for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that. I was like, okay, justified. It's gonna win. Justified's gonna win. <laughs> um, all
3: right. well, we've we've gone on for quite a bit. Uh so we should probably just end the show here. Um uh uh, what comes out next week or this week that we'll be talking about next week. Atlanta. Atlanta will be Atlanta. back. Atlanta. Yes. And um uh something else. Something else comes pachinko. out. Pachinko. Pachinko, yes, pachinko. Uh, everyone should be watch should watch Pachinko, at least based on early reviews. And uh, uh
0: Bridgerton season two.
3: Oh right. Bridgerton. Dustin's
0: gonna be watching it. He loves it. It's it's our- I'm
3: right. Uh, and and so much more TV.
1: Oh, the servant so fi- finale. Not that you guys care, but
0: no. Does anyone I, care? I saw
1: it. I, I saw don't it. know. And it was like holy shit. So, just
3: I don't know what that one shows. of you.
1: No Apple TV servant M Night.
3: M. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I've never also, seen it.
2: Right. <laughs> you should. will <laughs> be severance. To us next week.
3: Maybe I'll catch up on Minx. Who knows? Survivor Australia. Oh, so much, so much TV. <laughs> Welcome to Flatch. Welcome to Flatch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think so. next
0: week will be the, at some point, or maybe this week, the finale of uh, Our Flag Means Death.
3: Oh, right. Oh, my God. There's so much Although TV. Although
0: there's like a bunch of episodes. So I don't know. Yeah. No, no.
3: Last week was the finale. No. Uh,
0: no. Was it? More.
3: I think there's, I think this week will be the last two. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's oh. supposed to be ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was
0: three episodes, three episodes, two episodes, two episodes.
3: Anyway. TV never stops, and neither do we. Neither Uh, does seltzer water.
0: (laughs) Until it goes flat.
3: Right. Wait, was that part of the actual episode? It was, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Okay.
0: What, us talking about seltzer?
3: Us talking about seltzer. Yes. For a good twenty minutes. It's been yeah. so long ago now that I don't remember because <laughs> Guys, this episode. It's
0: going a great episode. It, Dan, oh no, I'm, this is
3: this is legit a great episode. Uh, I am I'm so calling. glad
0: that you are healthy and drinking.
3: I feel it's, like that uh, just
0: really set the tone.
3: You know, it's uh, uh <laughs> it's pretty good, is what I'm saying. This this whiskey. Um, anyway, that's the show. We'll be back next week. It's very late for the two of you. Uh, Have a good night.
0: Good night, everybody. Good night. Oh, man. Yeah, but seriously, what the hell are we going to do next week?